Hi, guys, and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and okay, whatever. We're back with another episode. By we're, I mean me. It's I'm the only one who does the fucking podcast. It's me, Livy. I'm back. I'm excited to be back. I have a really good episode for you guys today. Well, like, let's fucking hope it goes well. I have an episode for you guys today. But first, let's get into my week intro. Okay, let's hit it hard. Um, so crazy stuff happened. Me smiling because I'm the reason this crazy stuff happened. I've been manifesting, okay? And previously, in my dark days, in my past, I might have manifested an ex. And oh my God, if you're watching the visual right now, you're seeing how happy I look for no reason. Anyways, one, a lot of, actually all of my exes have been coming back. Honest to God, it's been on a circle rotation kind of thing. They all keep fucking coming back. Like I'm talking ex flings. I'm talking ex exes, mostly ex flings. All of my ex flings have came back and it's just like kind of crazy. It's like, what are you guys doing here? And then it's like, Livy, you fully did the three, six, nine method on one of these motherfuckers. I did. I'm not, I'm not going to act shy about it. Okay. I do not endorse, support, encourage that now. But, um, at the time I just wanted to, I just was like, let's see if it works. Let's just fucking see what happens. Okay. And I have not talked to this one specific guy in almost a year. He came running on back and I was like, what the fuck is good? Like what's up? But I'm a psychopath. Like I don't manifest them back because I want them back. I manifest them back because I want to tell them to fuck off. You know what I mean? That's not, I know that's crazy. I know that's absolutely fucking nuts. I manifest these guys back so I can be like, aw, like that's cute. I manifest them so I can leave them on red. Because I'm insane. I'm genuinely a psychopath. We already knew that. I'm not going to act shy about it. No, I'm a psychopath. Yeah, I did it. Whatever. Anyways, so I've had a bunch of my exes coming back. I haven't been manifesting the other ones to come back. They're just like coming back on their own. I'm like, hey, how are you? Anyways, some of them I'm like, don't fucking speak to me ever again. I'd rather get hit by a bus than speak to you. But the others I'm like, this is kind of fun. It's kind of fun. But I think it's because I'm really, I'm like, I don't want to be like, I'm really glowing up. But like, I'm really fucking doing well out here in these streets. I've been dating a lot, but that's why what's the episode is about today. I'm going to gonna talk all about these fucking dating apps. Anyways, I, another thing that happened this week, Maisie and I, if you guys don't know who Maisie is, she's my best friend. We filmed um, a YouTube video, the truth or drink YouTube video to be exact. I am still recovering from that video, from that drunkenness, from that depression of being drunk. Because I told you, whenever I drink, I get severely depressed the next day. I don't know what the fuck it is, but I get extremely depressed for like a week. And, you know, it just reminds me why I don't drink. Because I hate being depressed like this. I'm just like not feeling my best. You know, it's like I'm just crying about stupid fucking shit. It's not like severe depression, but it's just like, God, like this could have been avoided, but the video we're going to put out for you guys in a couple weeks is going to be 
the best video I would say either of us have ever posted on anything. It's probably the funniest thing in the entire world. We woke up the next morning, watched the footage full, and we were like, this is not a normal truth or drink. And we didn't even, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to talk about it. You guys will see it in a couple weeks and then we can all talk about it. Anyways. So that is it for my week intro. I am now going to get into the episode. So the reason I'm making this episode is because I've been on the dating apps doing my thing. Um, You guys know I fucking hate the dating apps, but I just want to talk about them. I'm genuinely the worst person to do the dating apps because I actually hate everybody. Um, But I'll tell you other ways I've met guys. I'm going to talk about navigating the dating apps, my experience on the apps. And then we're going to talk about the ick that I get from men on the dating app. If you don't know what the ick is, the ick is like, you're having a good conversation and then they say something and you're just like, I never want to speak to this person again. That is the ick. And I get the ick so fucking quickly. You're just immediately uninterested. You're like, I actually never want to speak to this person again. It's just the ick. Okay. We'll get into more about the ick when we get to that segment of the podcast. But until then, let's get into the dating apps. Listen, I use Hinge and Instagram as my dating apps. You're like, Instagram's not a dating app. Well, for me it is, okay? When you have that many motherfuckers in your DMs, Instagram becomes a dating app. And I'm not like, oh my God, I have so many in my DMs. No, that's not the case. They're all genuinely ugly. What is wrong with me? Um, But... I do have people in the DMs. I do have a lot of guys in the DMs. I have guys that I've met from the DMs. I feel a comfort with Instagram, but we're going to get into it. First, let's talk about Hinge. Hinge is my favorite. They're not sponsoring this because I'm about to shit talk the fuck out of them. Anyways, I only do a three mile radius on Hinge. Um, So that means from my location, I only do three miles. If you don't know, I live in downtown Chicago. So three miles around me happens to be other nice neighborhoods in Chicago. I'm sorry. I am. I don't know why I said sorry. So weird. I am not going to expand my dating app because I like to, you see how I'm going around this? You see how I'm going around this really well? I just don't want to be canceled later on in life. I like men who have a similar lifestyle of what I've worked so hard to achieve. There we go. That's how I'm going to say I like rich fucking men only, ladies and gentlemen. But it's true. I like someone who can match the lifestyle I like to live. So I do a three-mile radius because I want people who, you know, like do what I do. They're like, oh, you're in that building. I'm like, yeah, you're in that building. They're like, yeah, like I want to be able to see you from my fucking view. That is the kind of man I want to date. If I can't see your building from my view, get the fuck away from me. Anyways, (laughs) that's not necessarily true. Okay, yes, it is. But here's the thing. I try and pick my most wholesome photo. So now we're going to talk more about navigating the apps, okay? For me, I, I set up everybody's hinge. I set up my close friends, hinges, everybody's. I don't know why. I just feel like it's my place to do so because I feel like I really understand hinge well. And I do a three mile radius for them too. Okay. So anyways, 
I try and pick my most wholesome photos because we all know I'm a whore. Like we all have seen my Instagram. I pose half naked. I treat my Instagram like it's my OnlyFans, mainly because it's like, I know I'm that bitch. I look so fucking good. It would be a dishonest, dishon- what the fuck is the word? It would be terrible if I didn't show the world how fucking good I look. You know what I mean? I'm aware that I'm a whore on Instagram. Don't get it twisted. Don't think I don't like... I'm not aware that I'm a whore. I'm fully aware that I'm a whore for the camera. I've always been a whore for the camera. I always will be a whore for the camera. I work out hard. I eat healthy. I like my fucking body and I love myself. I'm going to post myself half naked because I'm that bitch. Anyways, (laughs) I cannot post those photos on a dating app because they will be like, she just wants to fuck. Like she is a big whore and just wants to fuck. And you guys know me. I'm the complete opposite. I don't have sex. So it gives off a really mixed message, I feel, if I was to post my whore photos because of the simple fact that it when I those whore photos look like I just want to fuck and I actually actually don't want to fuck at all. So it's a little bit confusing. So I try and like post more wholesome photos of myself. Yeah, so Picking your photos for a dating app. This is what I try and do. I add at least two or three with friends so it doesn't look like you're just super self-absorbed. And then you have to put in a couple selfies. If you're not a selfie person, find some fucking selfies you like, okay? I've dealt with friends that are not selfie people. We have You have to put in selfies. You have to. You pick the best one first, and then you follow up. You rank them best to worst, obviously. So... Pick your photos that you feel the most confident in, like the baddest bitch ever, but you also need some photos with friends. It'll just look like you're a social butterfly, you know what I mean? Um, So, yes, do that. Anyways, I know this is, people have different opinions on this about putting your Instagram in your dating profile. I do this because... When I set up my hinge, I made it seem like I wanted nothing to do with the app because I really didn't. You know, dating for me has been a little difficult because I'm a bitch. So I put my Instagram there because I was like, I'm not telling these motherfuckers what I do for work. Like, I'm not giving them any information about me. I don't know why. I was so defensive and rude, but I was. So I put my Instagram instead because my Instagram has my Instagram is my whole entire life is out there. And so they can see that I have a podcast, a YouTube channel, a TikTok, all those things. I don't want to have to explain that on a dating app. Go look at my content. I don't want to talk about my content anyways. So I put my Instagram there because my profile kind of looks like I'm a catfish a lot of the times because I don't have a college because I didn't go to fucking college. I'm not going to write. I didn't go to college. I'm a college dropout. Like, I don't want to put that on my Hinge profile. It's just, like, not my vibe. And so if you don't want to do that, you don't have to either. It's a lot easier for me to tell people, hey, I went straight into a working career instead of, like, oh, I just didn't go to college. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot easier to be like, oh, where did you go to college? Oh, I actually dropped out of college so I could start working a full-time career. That is a lot easier to say than just writing college dropout on my hinge. It makes no fucking sense. And I don't need to explain. I don't know. You know, I'm just a defensive ass bitch. I don't put my college up there. And I also don't put what I do for work because I don't want them to like start off with that. One of my biggest pet peeves is when people talk about my comedy when they're trying to hit on me and we'll get into it when we talk about the ick. But like 
it drives me absolutely insane. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know why, but I absolutely hate when someone's, like, first thing to me is, like, something about my comedy. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. Anyways, (laughs) so I put my Instagram in my profile. I also recommend putting your Instagram in your profile because sometimes you won't always see all the options that there are on Hinge. And you'll get fine-ass motherfuckers in the DMs because you'll find people that they'll be like, oh, hey, I found you on Hinge. And it's like, okay, I'll, like, talk to them, whatever. I recommend putting your Instagram on there as well as, like, I don't have to explain my life at all because it's all on my Instagram. So if you're someone like me who has your whole life on your Instagram, then put your Instagram in your dating profile on Hinge. Let's talk about Instagram and how I use Instagram as a dating app. Okay, so... This is one of my main dating app. Like, I love to connect with people through Instagram. I don't know why. It feels so much more natural to me. I'm so much more used to Instagram, and I'm so much more used to people sliding in my DMs and stuff. Like, that feels natural to me, whereas, like, Hinge makes me feel so fucking uncomfortable. You have no idea. I don't know why. It's just a really weird thing for me to wrap my head around. But meeting people through my DMs feels so natural and feels so comfortable to me. So... I really like that. I also like to shoot my shot on Instagram and we'll get into shooting your shot on Instagram. Like I definitely have slid into people's DMs. I mean, if I see something I like, I'm going to go and shoot my motherfucking shot. I don't like how I said that. But if I see something I like, you best believe I'm going to go and make a little like, I'm going to be like, hey, no, that's not what I do. So let's talk about shooting our shots on Instagram. So I am a little bit of a toxic little bitch in the way where I will go and like three photos of theirs. And then they usually follow me right after I like three of their photos. And then eventually they'll slide in or I'll slide in. But let's go back to the three photos process. You're like, Livy, why do you do that? I do that because I'm just showing them, hey, hi, I'm Livy kind of thing. You know, what I mean? I like to do that just to be like, hey, it makes no sense. It absolutely makes no fucking sense. And the way that I just said that probably didn't help you at all. But what I've realized is if you're dealing with somebody who gets a lot of followers daily or anything like that, they're not going to see it. Because I don't see when people like my photos three times or because I obviously get people who like my photos three times too. I don't always see that as well. So, but it's a good way if someone's like really active on their Instagram and they're always looking, but I've been realizing that for myself personally, I haven't been seeing that because I've been getting so many notifications on other things that I will sometimes miss that. But I like to do that because then it's like, okay, I do the three picture like if they like some pictures back. I'll either follow them, they'll follow me. Eventually somebody slides in, okay? After the three photo slide, the three photo like thing, I will then slide in and be like, looks like you like my pictures a lot or something like a cute little line like that talking about my pictures because it's already the topic of conversation. And I've done that a couple of times. It usually goes pretty well. They're usually like, well, yeah, you like mine too. So it's kind of like a stupid fucking conversation, but it's like a little cutie, cute little thing like, oh, it looks like you're really enjoying my profile or something like that. So, um, or I've been seeing Another way I will slide in is if I've been seeing that person, they're like on my page for a while, we follow each other and we like each other's photos and I think they have a cool fucking vibe. I will be straight up and I'll be like, I've been seeing your stuff for a while and I really like your vibe. So I'll slide in and be like, I really think you have a cool vibe. I 
want to get to know you more. And you know, that's even bold and ballsy for me because I'm like, I don't want to be the one to say it first, but it's true. And it's like, I will say that to men. Like, I really like your vibe. Like, I want to get to know you better. Because if I want to get to know them better, then I'm going to tell them I want to get them to know them better. I don't feel like it's that hard of a thing. Anyways, within the first three sentences of the conversation, I am quick to bring up zodiac signs. Why? Because zodiac signs are the easiest thing to talk about. Everybody knows their zodiac sign. Everybody's talking about zodiac signs and everyone has an opinion on zodiac signs. So very quickly within the conversation, I will be like, oh, what's your zodiac sign? Genuinely within the first three messages, I'm like, oh, what's your zodiac sign? Because I can then banter with them and see their personality. Say they're in Aries. I'm like, oh my God, that's tragic. I'm so sorry for you. You know what I mean? You can be really playful with that. Say they're a cancer like me. I'm going to be like, oh, that's, I knew you were perfect this whole time is because you, I just got cancer vibes. I'm also a cancer, but it's a good playful way to get to know somebody and just talk about a topic that everybody kind of really knows about. And then also like I, just like when I start talking to someone even more, the book, I like to throw in there and be like, oh, if you're a Sagittarius, does that, no. Okay, fine. Not a Sagittarius. I'll be like, oh, if you're an Aries, like, do you have anger issues? shoes kind of thing. Like I, I actually do say that I really am a little bit direct with them, but yeah, throw in some characteristic traits of their Zodiac sign and like, see how they answer it. It's just like a really good conversation starter. So if you're ever like, what the fuck am I going to say to this person after I slide in, talk about some goddamn Zodiac signs. It's the easiest thing to talk about. So After we have a quick little combo, I try and move it off of the app as soon as possible because I don't want to be on the app very much because I tend to not read my DMs. Like I'm the type of bitch that has the DMs that are unread for like months kind of thing. I just don't always like to look at my DMs. So I'll be like, hey, here's my number. Text me. It's that simple. If you want someone to text you, just be like, and you met them on a dating app or you met them on Instagram or anything like that. It is so simple just to be like, hey, here's my number, text me. That's all you have to say. Hey, here's my number, text me. And if they don't, I don't know why they wouldn't. But like, yeah, hey, here's my number, text me. Texting will turn into FaceTiming or texting will turn into you realizing you don't really fucking like them. Either way, get to know that person while you're... Like, that's the end goal. Like, you want to text them, and then they'll be like, okay, let's do dinner. Like, that's how it goes. So, another way I slide in the DMs is... This is a little crazy of me. I will slide up on their story, and I will just say, wow. You're like, what? I just say, wow. And then... Obviously, they're going to be like, why did she just swipe up on my story and say, wow? Like, is it a good wow? Is it a bad wow? You don't know when someone says, wow, if it's a good wow or a bad wow. I feel like a fucking idiot saying wow so much, but it's true. They're like, wait, why did they just say wow? So now they're curious as to why you said wow. Once they respond, I'll either not respond. I'll e- I usually open it and then I don't respond. 
because I'm crazy. Um, and then they're going to be even more curious. And then they'll usually send another message and be like, why did you say, wow, I totally learned this from a girl on TikTok and it really works. They really get curious as to why you said, wow, it's such a stupid little thing, but they really get intrigued and want to know why you said wow on their photo. And then you can just be like, oh, you looked really cute or something like that. Or you could just be like, oh, you look like a little bitch. Whatever your vibe is, you know, whatever flavor you're feeling that day, go with that flavor. So that's another way if you're not comfortable being like, hey, like I really like your vibe. I want to get to know you better. Then swipe up on their story and say, wow. If you're just like trying to like dip a toe in, do the wow thing. See what happens. Anyways, don't do the wow thing and then later be like, hey, like I want to get to know you see your vibe. Because then they're like, well, then why did you swipe up and say wow? Say wow to the guys that you're just like a little bit more hesitant to talk to because that'll start a little bit of a conversation too because they'll be like, why did you say wow? And she's like, oh, I just thought you looked really good today. And they'll be really curious as to why you said wow. But wait before you answer the wow. I know it's weird, but it really works. Like I've done it to several men and they get really concerned as to why I said, wow, I don't know. They're just self-absorbed, but who isn't? I mean, like I totally am. Let's get into automatic no's on the dating apps or Instagrams coming for your bitch Livy, who's actually a psycho bitch. So if they ask for my Snapchat before my number. I talk about this often. They are a fucking child if they want to get to know you over Snapchat. It is weird. If they have my number but only message me on social media. If you have my phone number, do not fucking DM me. I will block you. If they right away want to get drinks and not text first. Motherfucker, I need to get to know you before I decide to sit and have an evening with you. My time is money. I'm not spending it on anybody. Get it right. Anyways, if you're 5'9 and below... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I'm not sorry. I'm superficial. Anyways, if you block out other people in their dating apps, like if they block out other people with emojis, gives me a weird vibe. Automatic no. You're a fucking weirdo. It just is a weird thing. Post a different photo, fuck face. Anyways, if you don't have your Instagram on your hinge, I don't like that. I feel like there's something you're hiding. Put your Instagram on your hinge, men. So I can stalk you if you don't have a good job. If you, if I just don't fuck with their vibe, it's an automatic no. If yeah, honestly, God, if I don't, if they don't have a good job, why do I? Why would I want an average ass motherfucker in my life? I don't feel like I have to apologize or hold back on saying, oh, I actually don't want to date someone who doesn't have a good job. Um, I have a good job. I have a great life. Why would I not want someone to mirror and match what I have? If you don't have a good job, I don't fucking want you, and I don't have to apologize for that. Let's talk about meeting them in person. I've only met one person off a dating app. I've definitely met several people off of Instagram for sure, but I've met one person off of a dating app. Oh my God. Do you know what just popped into my head is when I was like, I've met several people off of Instagram This random memory of when I met this guy just popped into my head and I feel like I have to tell you because it just came into my head and this is the weirdest encounter I've ever had with somebody. So right after my breakup, I was 19 years old, still in college, still in the college dorms. I had just broken up with my ex and I was like, you know what? It was like a month. No, it was like the summertime. So it was like six months. I was like, I'm ready to date. I'm ready to get out there. There was this guy on Instagram who was DMing me and he's like, Hey, let's hang out. And I was like, okay. Oh my God. I hate this story so fucking much. And I was like, okay. Um, I gave him a fake address 
And we, this is also like my big days of smoking. Like I was really into smoking. Ew, which it's like, that's so fucking weird. I don't smoke at all anymore. My life has really changed. But in this specific situation, I was like, okay, like let's hang out. I had met him off Instagram and we were going to smoke. So I went and I got in his car. I gave him a fake address. I gave him an address that was a couple blocks away from where I really live because I didn't want him to know where I lived. And I acted like the building I gave him was the building I live in. I was like, oh my God, you found my building. Anyways, I then got in the car. We're smoking. He's like rolling it up, whatever the fuck he's doing. And I'm just like talking and I look at his tattoos and he his tattoos are like kind of a little alarming I'm like what's this tattoo for and he's like my gang I was like your gang what do you mean your gang and he had a lot of gang uh tattoos on him so that was like a little alarming for me I was like oh my god I'm not in a great situation and then we smoked we talked and he was so ugly he was so much uglier in person. I was like, I got to get out of here soon. And then he kept pointing at the apartment building and he was like, so when are you going to, like, are you going to let me come up and cook some food? Or like, are you going to cook me some food? And I looked at him and I said, no. And I left. And that is exactly how that situation went. I don't recommend doing that. I was just in a really weird place. And that's just a really weird story that came to my head. And I thought I'd let you guys know that was a really bizarre encounter I had. But it, I completely suppressed it and blocked it out of my memory until just now. So I'm glad I could really share that one with you guys and let you have a cringe moment with me. Because that was really fucking cringe. Anyways, another person, the only guy that I've met off of Hinge was in January, and we ended up celebrating New Year's together. But as like cute and romantic as it could have been, it fucking wasn't. So let me tell you about the story of, what should I call him? Big Daddy. Where, yeah, it just, it fits his name. If you knew him, you'd understand why. Anyways, Big Daddy, the story of Big Daddy, which is such a fucking weird name. Anyways, so, okay. Before I went to Miami for New Year's, I set my hinge location to Miami. Uh, why? Oh, because my friends and I were like, let's meet some guys from hinge in Miami or like, let's just see. They'll know the parties. They'll know everything. Why not? Which I highly recommend if you're traveling, set your location to a different set it, set your hinge location to wherever you're traveling to. Anyways. We met on Hinge, and he was like, are you in Chicago or Miami? And I was like, I'm in Chicago, and he was actually going to be moving back to Chicago after New Year's in Miami. I was like, I'm in Chicago, but I'm going to be in Miami for New Year's. He was like, okay, great. Immediately, he played the situation really well of how to like meet me on a dating app. He then went and followed me on Instagram. He was like, I followed you on Instagram. And I was like, okay. And then we started DMing on Instagram. It was probably a month or two. It was like a month out from New Year's. And he was very consistent and in sliding into my store up on my stories. Like, I think he even wished me a Merry Christmas. Like, he played everything really well. I wasn't sure if I was going to hang out with him on Miami, but he was always persistent on asking me what my New Year's plans were. And I just really wasn't sure what I was going to do for New Year's. Anyways, I just wasn't really sure. There was a big group of us. I had no idea what I was going to do. 
he already had his plans for New Year's and he was like, this is what I'm doing. Like, you should come. And I was like, maybe, I don't know. You know, I, there was just so much up in the air. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing for New Year's. Two days before, two, two, three days, three days before New Year's plans were still up in the air. We're going back and forth with a couple different options. He was like, Hey, I have a t- two tickets to the event that I'm going to for New Year's. I'd really like to spend New Year's with you. And I was at dinner with my friend and I was like, oh my God, Big Daddy has tickets to the event that he's going to for New Year's. And he said, I can bring you. Like, do we go? And she was like, yes, let's go. And I was like, okay, fine, fuck it, let's go. Which is also really weird for me because I was like, it almost felt in a weird way like a sugar daddy deal. In the type of way that, like, I'm, I've done that. Like, I'm used to fucking sugar daddy. Like, I've done sugar daddy dates in the past. It was, I was 18. Leave me alone. Anyways, I, it felt like that in the way where it was like, he has these tickets for me. Like, this is such a weird vibe, whatever, right? Like, I was like, I didn't love the fact that he had gotten the tickets for me. I was like, ugh, that's so annoying. Anyways, he sends me over the tickets. We FaceTimed a couple times briefly before we ended up meeting each other at this rooftop party. So we're at this rooftop party. Big Daddy comes in. He is genuinely my ideal guy. He's everything I've wanted, everything I've written down on my manifestation papers. But like I had not gotten to know him yet, but I was like, I fuck with his vibe. Immediately, I already had known I fucked with his vibe. Comes in, everything's great. It's a little awkward. It's a little strange. He has a group of girlfriends who were great, fantastic, loved his group of girlfriends that he was with a little bit more than him. I'm with my friends, my one specific friend. She's going crazy. First of all, it's an open bar. Second of all, it's a rooftop in Miami. I could barely hear shit to begin with. Third of all, the Bachelor boys are there. I don't watch the fucking Bachelor, but my friend did, and she was having the time of her life with the Bachelor boys. Anyways, Big Daddy and I are trying to have conversations while we can because he's entertaining his friends, and I'm trying to entertain my friends. So Big Daddy has to entertain me and his friends. Like, he had a plate full of people that he had to entertain. Anyways, Big Daddy and I have a couple conversations. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, is he a little bit off? Like something's a little bit off with him. I was like, what the fuck is this? It almost felt as if he was, I hate to be like, it felt like he was intimidated by me, but it was like, that is the only feeling I could say. He wasn't making any forward moves. So he would keep looking at me and he would keep saying, I really want to kiss you right now, but I want to wait till midnight. And I was like, okay, okay, big daddy, just kiss me now. What the fuck? Um, why are we waiting? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not the type of person to be like, why are like, why are we waiting? You know, like I understand the magical moment, but just fucking kiss me. Like we're here in the corner alone. We finally got away from our friends. Let's fucking make out. Like, let's see if there's any fucking chemistry and I'm a bitch like we all know I'm a little bit of a bitch I was definitely like no just fucking kiss me like just kiss me uh he'd be like I really want to kiss you right now I was like well do it like do it don't keep talking about it do it anyways it was actually really annoying me that he kept being like I really want to kiss you right now I was like then please just like fucking kiss me because like now I'm getting really annoyed because we just keep talking about it and you're pissing me off so new year's is coming around my friend is fucked up I'm trying to help her out too and 
all I just remember the fireworks going off and I was drunk as fuck at this point because it was an open bar and I had probably drank every single liquor that was at the fucking bar. Anyways, I l- remember seeing out of my peripheral vision him kissing one of his best girlfriends and I was like, there's just no way. There's no way that he gave me tickets to a rooftop to celebrate New Year's with him to be his New Year's kiss for him to kiss his best friend. I was like, there's absolutely no way. Like, I made that up in my head. But what I did was I grabbed my friend, and she was like, hey, let's go to this bachelor after party. I really want to go. And I was like, I don't fuck with the bachelors, but fine. I don't want to be here anymore. I was irritated that he didn't just grab me and kiss me on New Year's. I was like, dude, we talked about it all night. You didn't kiss me. What the fuck is the issue? Anyways, I... Went to the party with the Bachelor boys. We had fun. I don't watch The Bachelor. I have absolutely no idea who any of these guys are. I end up going home a little bit early. I, like, went home at, like, one or two. It was still, like, a really fun night, but at the same time, I was confused with Big Daddy. I was like, what's the vibes here? So the next day, Big Daddy and I talk, and he's like, you didn't say goodbye. You didn't tell me where you were going. You just dipped. And I was like, I did do that. I did. I didn't explain shit to, I didn't, well, first of all, like, I don't feel like I had to explain anything to anybody. Second of all, I was like, okay, I just don't want to be here anymore. So I left. I don't know. I didn't feel like he needed a fucking explanation. Anyways, I knew Big Daddy and I would probably see each other later because he was moving to Chicago. He was genuinely going to be my neighbor. And he, he is, he is my neighbor. But, um, I was like, whatever. So then moves to Chicago. We sent a couple DMs and then we got in a really big blowout fight and we have not spoken since. And it, the fight, I don't even want to say a fight, but like more of a disagreement ended with me being like, take care, buddy. Like we're good. I don't want to talk to you anymore. That is what happened with big daddy and I, and that's the only encounter I've ever had meeting someone off of hinge. But I feel like I more met him off of Instagram because I feel like he really played the situation well of meeting me on hinge, but adding me on Instagram and contacting me on Instagram and then getting my number, FaceTiming me and getting me tickets to a rooftop. Like, come on. That's clearly my vibe. Anyways, that is the story of, like, some of the stories of my experiences of meeting guys off Hinge. And, like, the biggest advice I have when you're meeting them is... I feel like the only thing that really helped me was the fact that like I had talked to him on Instagram beforehand. Like that's the only way I'll feel comfortable with someone is if I previously talked to them on Instagram beforehand. Other than that, I don't really get, I don't feel that comfortable and it just like, I probably won't, wouldn't have met them, but yeah, me talk to them way more. If you're a little nervous and shy about meeting them. Cause like, I'm a nervous ass bitch. I don't really like to meet people for the first time. I don't even say a nervous ass bitch. I just like, don't like to be bothered. And so definitely really try and get to know them over text more. And if they're not trying to get to know you over text more then like, fuck them match with somebody else. There's a million motherfuckers in this world. I thought I'd share a little fun story of the time Big Daddy kissed his girl best friend on New Year's Eve in front of me, and I was like, what the fuck is this, you weirdo? Anyways, let's get into the episode, the part of the episode where we talk about the ick. You're like, what's the ick? The ick is the moment you realize you don't want to speak to them anymore, and here are some things that have recently gave me the ick. They're like the littlest things, they're the weirdest things, but once you get the ick, you can't unget the ick, okay? When they tell me to tell them a joke, whenever they're like, oh my god, you do comedy for a profession, tell me a joke, I usually respond with, your life, your life is a fucking joke. Because I hate, like, what the fuck? I'm like, if someone tells me they're an accountant, I'm not like, run some numbers up for me, bitch. No, like, don't do that. Anyways, when 
they say, let me hear some comedy. What? Like, what the fuck do you want? What do you want me to do? Like, my five-minute set for you right now? What the fuck is this? An audition? Or do you want to get to know me? Pick, motherfucker. Anyways, when they say comments about my body, if you're like, I work out, and they're like, I bet you have a great ass, it's like, fucking die. Fucking die, Jared. Anyways, this, this... This really got me. I was talking to this one guy. We were talking about sushi. And he was like, I can make sushi for us. So immediately my mind was like, he's broke. He doesn't want to take me to a sushi restaurant because he wants to make it for me. He wants to get me an apartment to fuck him. Like, I'm psychotic. I'm like, he is poor. He doesn't want to take me to a sushi restaurant because he's poor. And then he wants to make me sushi to get me into his apartment because he wants to fuck me. And honestly, God, like, I don't think I'm wrong. But I got the ick right away when he was like, I can make sushi for us. I was like, I don't like that. I was like, that's fucking weird. You get, See, I'm telling you, the ick are really weird things. Like, it's just weird ass things. Anyways, this is the biggest one. When they try and come to my apartment. I don't know what looks more pathetic and desperate than when a man slides up on my Instagram story of me posting my view and is like, let me come over. I'm like... I genuinely never want to speak to you again. Like, it just is so fucking... Don't do that. Ew. It's like, okay. Don't ever do that. That's just really bizarre and weird. I have no words to explain it besides don't ever fucking do that. Anyways. Or when they try and come to my apartment in general, it's like, stop. I don't... Nobody wants that but you. When they talk about my podcast a lot, like... To the point, like, it's cool. I get it. I have a podcast. Like, we can talk about it within the first five seconds. Not five seconds. We can talk about it four or five seconds. Like, it's cool. I, like, I get it. Whatever. But when you keep constantly talking about the content I post and how much you love it, like, I first of all, you're not my target demographic. It's a little fucking weird that you're really into the podcast. Second of all, like, I understand Dan being supportive and great, but it's not that. They're not being supportive and great. It's just getting creepy and bizarre, and it's like, I'm over it. Just stop talking about my fucking podcast, bro. Oh my God, I just, (laughs) I'm reading what I wrote down. When they work a regular person job, I'm a creative. I want to be surrounded by creatives, okay? Or yeah, that's about it. I want to be surrounded by creative. When they don't live in my state, but they want to really like get to know me. Like when they're visiting Chicago and they're like, let's get drinks. I hate it. I'm like, ew, don't speak to me. I don't know why. When they won't stop talking about coming to see my apartment. When I constantly have told you, no, you can't be in my apartment, I've just been sexually assaulted, and you keep talking about coming to see my apartment, either you're fucking stupid or you're fucking deaf. Death, not deaf. Deaf, deaf. No, it's deaf. I said death. You're fucking deaf, okay? Pick one. It's one or the other. If they can't take a joke, like, like I'm very sarcastic. Very rarely am I serious. I'm always sarcastic, and if they don't pick up on that, it's just awkward for all of us. Sending dick pics. We already know about my dick pic experience. If you Obviously, that's not even an ick. That's just like you're a piece of shit and you're pathetic. Anyways, when they try and meet up right away, it's like, can I fucking breathe? Like, I don't want to meet up with you that fast. And now I don't even want to talk to you because you're so eager to meet up with me. I don't know why. When they try and get sexual right away, it's like, leave me the fuck alone. I barely want to have sex with you to begin with. Like, don't make everything so fucking sexual. 
Anyways, that is it from the ics that I get. You're like, oh my God, you're insane. Whatever. I'm being open and honest. I don't see any of you being fucking open and honest. Anyways, so that was it for my dating apps episode, okay? If you, the midday matcha memo for this week's episode is shoot your fucking shot if you see a hot ass motherfucker on Instagram, do what you gotta do. I'm not saying my advice is the best advice in the world, but this is shit that has worked for me and I'm gonna let you know what works for me, as well as go out there, date, have fun. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I love every single one of you. I really do. It is my favorite thing in the entire world hearing from you guys on Instagram. I I know I don't always respond. Hold on. Give me a second because I'm filtering out my requests right now. Not right now as we speak, but in general, like I'm trying to go through my request and like figure things out. But yeah, I really do love hearing from every single one of you and it makes my day. I love you. I love when you comment on my TikTok that you listen to Midday Matcha. There's just so much love that I have. Truly so much fucking love. Anyways. Have an amazing day, night, evening. If you want more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at sheislivy, as well as sheislivy on TikTok. It's Livy Bitch on YouTube, where you can watch the full episode of this exact episode. Of this, yeah, of this episode, you can see my facial expressions and me, the stuff that I cut out of the audio. I leave it in for the visual. Why? I don't fucking know. I just do it. Anyways have an amazing, I don't know what just happened to my voice. Have an amazing rest of your day, night, evening, whenever the fuck you're listening to this. I truly love you. You're a bad bitch and I can't wait to have hot girl summer with you and fuck up some men's life. Okay. Or girls or boys. We don't judge girls, boys, non-binary, whatever, whoever's life you want to fuck up. I'm here to do it with you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Don't hesitate to reach out to me. You can also email me at midday matcha. Have a good fucking weekend and get on the dating apps and let me know if you use any of my tips i love you i love you i love you i love you it's about to be five 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 so that's why i don't want to end the episode fuck it <laughs>